Lady Vixen Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and I am super excited, as always, because we are planning a very, very good show. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my amazing co-host. We have the great Santiago in the building. Please say hello. Yes, yes. Here I am. Hola, everybody. Let's get this started. A great topic, so let's do this. All right, and next up we have the magnificent, the intellectual, Mr. Beloved is in the building. Please say hello. Thank you, Ms. Blaze. I appreciate um, that, and I look forward to the great dialogue. Thank you. All right. And, fellas, we both have a very special uh, guest this evening. We're going to be introducing the ever-requested, ever-requested, Mr. Rio as our guest co-host this evening. Please say hello. Yes. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, what's up, brother? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. We're doing great. So tonight we're going to be talking about bullying, but from a different perspective. But before we continue that, let me give our call-in number. It's 914 two zero five five eight one six. Again, it's nine one four two zero five five eight one six. And the night's topic is are you the bully? Most times we look at others as bullies. Um we see people who bully others and we think, you know, they're pretty terroristic, right? <laughs> they're little terrorists. And a lot of times we associate bullying with children and schools and things like that. But Tonight we're going to ask, are you yourself the bully, and do you think social media created an insensitive environmental climate? Now, that all being said, I mentioned schools first, right? Um, I personally think that the platform of social media has done us a huge disservice in the sense that it allows people a voice, which is good, right? Being able to speak your mind and say what you want is a good thing, I guess. Um, but it has allowed people a platform to be anybody. Nobody knows what you look like behind a computer screen. You understand what I'm saying? So you can literally become somebody's worst nightmare, um, and you can do it all for no reason at all because it's fun to basically go around and terrorize individuals. So the night's question I'm going to ask. I'll pass the mic. Let's let's allow Rio the floor for just a moment. Um, Rio, have you been, or have you have you participated in, or have you been, um, what I like to say, trolled? Have you yourself been a victim of cyberbullying, or have you been the person who's bullied someone else? Let's pass the mic to you. Well, well, that would depend on who you ask. Uh, if you ask anyone. If I'm an internet bully, then most of the time I'm offering a genuine opinion from what I'm observing, and so that's considered internet bullying, particularly if it's not of the popular opinion. 
Um, but I don't think I have, but I certainly have been bullied. Um, again, like you said, people have, the internet offers uh, anonymity. So a lot of times people will just put whatever they want and create lives on it. And, uh, you know, we're going to get into that because there's a lot of things I want to say about that. But I'm going to pass the floor, and I just want to address your question. I have been on the uh, receiving end of uh, internet bullying. Okay. Um, either of you, beloved, have you been a victim of cyberbullying, or have you um, have you been the the one doing some bullying? <laughs> I, um, I've been called a bully before. Uh, not that I've necessarily partaken in um, any action of of bullying per se. You, uh, not you, my brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well. At least that's what they're calling it. I think I think they're misappropriating Never. what it is. That, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, what I'm understanding is that um, the way they're defining bullying, uh, it did not get to actually become a real problem until it seems the media told us that it was actually a big problem. Because most cases, as far as bullying goes, um, the way I feel is it can be dealt with in large when pertaining to schools especially and parents and children. Um, I find that, however, it is when it reaches a far greater magnitude um, and multitude in which people become vehemently affected, their problems become unquenchable or uh, possibly irrepressible. Um, I think that uh, it gets blown out of proportion. Uh, It becomes something that is made into something usually uh, to suit different agendas, we come. We're here in this society, kind of born into this matrix of political correctness ideology. And I'm far from political correct. So yeah, I got bullied, but guess what? It was no big deal. I went ahead and I um, I would go home to my parents, and uh, they uh, they spent enough time with me to encourage me how to get around it. And I go back to school the next day, and then the bullying would end. So I mean, it's you know, it was a, a thing that you just transitioned, and you know, bullies end would sometimes later on become your best friend. Uh, you know, it, it was just that kind of thing. It's this thing that's blown out of proportion now, where you have suicides and people killing, is very preposterous and absurd to me, because mm. uh, I've, I've seen some cases uh, in doing this research that, you know, seemed quite alarming as well as very interesting. But we'll elaborate on that a little bit later, Ms. Blaze. Okay. Um, Santiago, are, are, have you been a victim of bullying? Uh, everybody's probably like, yeah, not him. But no, um, you <laughs> know, as far as the cyberbullying stuff, um, my in my history in my past, um, I think I was a bully sometimes. Not, of course, um, in this fashion that we're discussing now. But I think that um, when you get other means of connecting with people, which obviously with the uh, worldwide internet and you know social media and everything, that you know things change. Of course, so there's other means of reaching out to people that people could take advantage of when they want to um, get somebody upset or bother somebody, stalk somebody, do whatever. Because, of course, you know, 
prior to this, it was always everything was in person. Um, so, yeah, you know, going back in my day, as far as that, talking about bullying or being bullied, I think everybody does get a little bit of both or, or maybe has done some, took advantage of somebody a little bit weaker. As far as just being an outright bully all the time, no, that wasn't me. Um, I guess I was fortunate enough to be pretty popular and a, a good-sized individual that, individ, you know, other people that just didn't bully me. But as far as cyberbullying or being bullied cyberly or anything like that, or no, that that doesn't that doesn't uh, it's not in my world at all. So okay, um, for myself, I feel like I don't think I don't want to believe that I've ever purposely sought to bully anybody, right? Especially when I was younger and in school, I was usually the person who was like advocating and speaking out against bullying if I saw it being done to someone else. Um, as an adult and and having the ability to pretty much write or do anything you'd like online um, as far as, you know, commenting or responding to people, I don't think I purposely sought out to become a bully or to troll someone else's um, uh, content. However, I will say I have I have been the victim of bullying um, and or cyberbullying, and especially cyberbullying. I actually think it becomes this shocking thing, because like I said earlier in, in the intro, is that a lot of us, when we think about bullying, we always relate it back to some form of school when you were a kid, or we don't think about bullying as it relates to being an adult, you know, um, not as a, per- a person who is practicing bullying um, as an adult. But I think a lot of us at some point, we may have been a bully, and it might we might not think of it that way because it is online. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever read a post, especially on Facebook? People post some of the craziest stuff on Facebook, and you might see a comment that is so bizarre or absurd that you comment mm-hmm. on that person's message, right, or you respond to them. And all in the spirit of you just couldn't stand their their response or their comment that you might attack, you might come after their neck on some like seriously strong um, commentary toward them, and not realizing that you're playing the role of a bully. And a lot of us, I don't think we we pay attention to that. Um, I have right. done it. I've read a post that I thought was so there. Somebody's response was super crazy, and I went in, and if they did not respond. In the way that I thought they should have, it could easily. I'm always good. I'm always, always down for a good debate. I'm always down for checkmating somebody. Um, and it can get out of hand. You know what I mean? But I never equated that to bullying someone. You know what I mean? Well, you know, a lot of times people are very sensitive about certain issues. And sometimes the way that you present your position to come off very aggressive or assertive to the point where that person takes it because their mm-hmm. sensitivity and maybe the topic or the issue and feel like you're bullying them. But you actually may not feel like you're bu- being a bully. So sometimes you don't, you know, when you, you say you don't, you know you haven't been a bully, uh, I would beg to differ sometimes. Maybe someone might, may say something different as opposed to the way that you presented yourself or your, or your feeling about something that may happen, you know, near your home, at the workplace, maybe even somewhere out in public where you felt like, you know, you had a position where 
you know, you can strongly stand in that position and, and whatever you express, that person might have took it and said, oh, man, she was being a bully or he was being a bully. But um, sometimes, you you know, it's it's how that person receives how you're conveying your position or you're expressing yourself and they can actually call you a bully and you're just like, what? I wasn't being, you know, a, you know, a bully about it or tough about it. It's just, you know, I was strong in my, you know, resolute in my position and, and stated it that way. But, you know, maybe because they're so sensitive in what you were discussing, they may feel like you came off like a bully. Then I think that, that actually becomes mm-hmm. a thing of perspective because that doesn't mean that you right, actually were right. being a bully. It just means that, you know, you were staunch in your position. They were staunch in theirs. They might, you might have yeah. been passionate. You might have felt like you were being aggressive. There you go. But you weren't really being a bully. You were just trying to convey a message that they probably weren't receiving it as that, and in their perception they take it. Because uh, I don't want to feel like if I'm talking to somebody that I'm a bully because I'm standing um, staunch in my, in my, in my viewpoint. Um, I, I don't want to have to feel like uh, I'm walking on eggshells if I'm trying to convey a message to somebody. I feel like, you know, and I wouldn't want them to feel that way either. I'd like for us to get it out and just allow, you know, one to go ahead and convey their message and then we'll stand back, analyze it, and, you know, just uh, do it in a civilized manner. I think that's that's, that's where I was headed. Rio, yeah. you were going to say something? No, I was just, I'm just in, in total agreement. I mean, like the reality is the the navigational compass of our lives, you know, and we used to it used to be predicated based only on the morals of our, of our upbringing, you know, and but today the the consequential impact of the social media is so pertinent that we create these fictitious lives, and we don't, you know, we want to appease people who we don't even know. We don't. We never meet these people. We never know anything about these people. And so we mm. suppress who we are, and we feel like we're not competent enough, or we're not, we're not, um, you know, where we're supposed to be at in life. You know, the, the greatest atrocity to ever affect mankind is the globalization of opinion and the marginalization of facts. That's that's just the truth. I, you know, I would venture to say that for most people, they suffocate their own opinion to accommodate everyone else's insecurity, and. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm fighting a cold. Sure. But um, okay. we have to we have to realize that we cannot like marginalize the truth of who we are, and and you know and just and, and you see it all the time. It's, pre- it's prevalent all throughout Facebook. You'll see on Facebook, people will be staunch about what they believe, and if you don't believe what they believe, I've, I've had a friend, a quote unquote friend of mine, who did not like my stance. I told them, I said, I don't believe that this whole sham against uh, Trump and this whole impeachment thing, I believe it's a farce. I said, it's, it's ill-timed, it's just horrible. And mm-hmm. someone who I thought would be adult enough to handle my my truth or my opinion, they right. lashed out, oh, you're this, you're that. And then they immediately state what they got to say, and then they dash out, and then they disconnect me from Facebook, unfriendly or whatever you want to call it. That right mm. there is a, a prime example of the insecurities of people. They're so insecure. If if I feel like I'm right, I'm right. You know, there's nothing you can, you know, unless you could come to me with, with a different viewpoint that would significantly have facts behind it, not just your viewpoint versus my viewpoint. 
because my viewpoint is going to win because it's my viewpoint. Now, if you come to me with facts supporting what you have to say, then that's then that's totally different. You know the, but this whole stance about in today's society, people killing themselves off of Facebook. There was a guy on that uh, merged himself because uh, he was being bullied off of Facebook. That's a, so that's a syndrome. That's a, a syndrome of what's <laughs> going on in society. Weak people, and, and I feel bad for anyone who commits suicide. I really do. But the reality is, is that when I was back when I was growing up, people can get cursed at. You got you got fussed at. You got beat up, and no one has ever thought about killing themselves. No one ever thought about any of this stuff. Now there's. Well, I don't think that they haven't thought about it. I don't think they've acted on it, and that's the difference. Well, no, so go ahead. No one acted on it, and that's and that's the whole thing, though, because nowadays everything is catered to. Look at look at Facebook. Look at social media in general. How many people? You know, most people pick their phone up every single day, like hundreds of times a day. It's like they're glued to their hand. They have no substance other than this Facebook. And if you don't have, everybody's looking for a like. Everybody's looking for that like button. And they get offended if you share a post that they actually had shared from somewhere else, that has shared from somewhere else. But if you don't like their post and you just simply share it, oh, they'll they'll quickly uh, have something to say. So the 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 internet bullying is a far spectrum of things, and it's and the only reason why it's even being called bullying is because Facebook is 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 a place for people who are disenfranchised with their life, who want to become something that they not that they never was or never will be. They go on there for entertainment because if they can't go on their their Facebook or their Instagram or you whatever social media that platform they have, if they can't get validation from there, then they feel like they're worthless. And so that's why you're so, seeing all this, you know, issues. And so and not only one thing, the LGBT and all these other groups yeah. they use that platform <laughs> as, as uh, they're the main there. ones being called. Yeah, the bro. <laughs> all right. the so brother ones. real, I, I wanna ask you I wanna and I and I yes, and sir. I may agree. I may agree because, you yeah. know, I, I believe I was born, you know, out of Spartan blood. Cause, uh, but do you uh, feel that people okay. have less, are not as strong and don't have uh, uh, the, the same mental fortitude as they did in the past? The, the, to, in today's society, people are, pe- this is the greatest sense of entitlement that I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm again, I'm not that much older than, than anybody. I'm, I'm 38. But what I will say is simply this, the people of this generation, they have no concept of, of what, uh, of what sweat and blood is. They have no uh, concept of um, just going and doing the daggone thing. They want it handed to them. I agree. And they believe, believe everything is owed to them. And they believe that, you know, they can toss money at the problems and we can just create more and more money and create deficits. There's no structure. And I don't just blame them because in school we're not taught life values. We're not taught how to balance a budget on our checkbooks and how to how to get good credit scores. So when they go out today, they go on Facebook and they create this universe that they that that is not their life. You see people on Facebook you've seen it. They put people they look like they're like on a vacation, but it's like a backdrop to something, you know. And they, they, you know, women 
one minute they're happy about their boyfriend, maybe two, three weeks later, that boyfriend is irrelevant. Now all of a sudden they got a new guy. You know, they're, they're smiling, but they're hiding the pain that they're going through. It's so much fakeness that is being that is being passed on all through the likes of social media. And I don't want to just attack Facebook. They got this thing called Instagram that is just a complete waste of time. You're sharing pictures. but Well, I don't think it's a waste of time. But hold on, Rio, really quickly, because you're, you're going down roads that I'm, I don't think I'm yet ready to talk about. But um, I will say this. You said two things that I want to touch on. You brought up um, your dear old president. Um, Trump. And I would say that he's a huge advocate of bullying. I believe Trump is literally a face of bullying in today's time. And he also uses social media as his platform to do such bullying, um, along with um, when he's in front of cameras. When he was campaigning to become president, I've never seen such a thing. He, he literally, not only did he talk about people with physical disabilities, he actually um, reenacted a person with a disability. Like, I've never in all of my life seen a president um, publicly do such a thing. Um, and oh, we're, we're, to, we're to act like he's, we're to act like he's, he's, you know, oh, good guy, good guy Trump. No. He, I think, is the embodiment of what bullying is, it looks like. If, if bullying had a face, right, a face of foolishness, it will look like him. Well, I agree with you on the on the on the fact that it was inappropriate for him to reenact a person with a disability. I I would never uh, I would never you know endorse that whatsoever. However, I would say on on his behalf that he is just in every his mentality is not that of a president when meaning he's not he's not being groomed he's not a groomed politician he speaks what's on his mind and i can and i can appreciate that regardless of where you stand because here's the thing you know what you're getting and the guy has been keeping his word he's done everything he's everything that he ran on he's completing and he's getting railroaded there's i don't remember anyone in the history of the presidency being railroaded nor uh getting impeachment articles uh, brought up against them based off of just not the off of facts. Again, the greatest atrocities known to man is the is the validation of of you know theories and not of facts. So they're taking their all this all this whole outrage is all circumspect. They're all doing this right now because they can't win another election. They they don't have the Democrats don't have anybody qualified to beat him. And so now they're like, well, we can't beat him. We're going to impeach him. So his behavior may have not been appropriate at times, and I can see that. His behavior is never appropriate. And nothing about, in my opinion, nothing about the president um, is is, uh, stating that he should be president. Well, there's 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 nothing about the president that says that you cannot defend yourself. If you're being, if you are being unjustly attacked, I think not only is it is it uh, your right, I would say it's your obligation to defend yourself. The media will, you know, we don't, we as the American public, we don't know everything. We're getting slices of the pie. So if you're mm-hmm. the president and you're being maliciously attacked and you're you're being told, the American public is being told that 
there there are no immigrants. There's no there's no uh, black people that are attending his rally. There's no Mexicans that are being attending his rally. And then you happen to attend a rally and you see quite a few people of Mexican descent and black uh, descent, and they're not covering that on CNN or MSNBC or any other station. I think that it was it was it's not only his right. I think it's only intelligent to defend himself. And I and I think he also has a obligation to himself and to the American people to expose them as much truth as he possibly can expose while he's allowed to do so. I don't dispute that he should be able to speak to his but again, the reason I would say that he's highly inappropriate is because he comes off like you said, if you're gonna have if you're gonna decide to be a leader of a country, right? I don't think that you should be practicing and participating in schoolyard um shenanigans. Um so because he does such a thing because he does such a thing. Yeah, I understand, but I but I don't think that that his him defending himself or him being using defending himself against who against the American public with an opinion about him. He chose. He made a choice. So because he made a choice, and because he isn't a polished um, political figure, I feel as though because he's not right that um, he now has as the president of the United States, every other president I've seen, even if they were not as poised, right, they've had people who come in, they help shape their personality, they help, you know, give them things to say. The man shouldn't even ever, in my opinion, when he's given up his speeches and things like that, very little, we should only see a small snippet of his personality because not being funny, Trump, I would be a bully with all the things I could say about Trump. Do you understand what I'm saying? I would be looked at like I would be a bully and talking about him. So I'm just going to say him being a president and speaking his mind and defending himself. Sure. He'll defend himself against if a, if a, if a fifth grader put on Twitter, something bad about him. Okay. He's attacking the fifth grader. This is your president. We're talking about, he's defending himself against babies. And then you're telling me that he has the right to just go ahead and defend himself um, because he is the president and it is his absolute duty to be able to defend himself and, who is diluting that fifth grader's mind to having a prejudiced uh, opinion? My thing is again, that's not right for him to like oh fifth grader. But my thing is again, think about think about the antics of the of the uh, Democratic Party. Who's to say behind that behind that keyboard is a fifth grader? There could be. I mean, well, guess what? Why is he worried about uh, it? That's my yeah, problem. That's you. the point I'm making. Why I, I, I is he you. worried? About you know, my thing is. It, you know, for me, I my stance is is at the end of the day, you know, his his addressing him addressing his uh, attackers online. Again, I don't think that's impeachment worthy. I don't even think there's anything about. Oh, well, he should be impeached for numerous <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I, I I I strongly disagree. But uh, I strongly disagree. I I think I think uh, President. Uh, and I know this is off the topic, but I, I feel like President Obama, who I have I have no issue with really, um, he, he was a you know he was the type of president like like I said to you um, a while back, he's the type of president who pretty much uttered you know things that people already knew. President Obama would say, hey, you know if it rains outside, you know you're going to get wet, and people would like would jump out their seats like they like he said something that was Holy Ghost worthy, and he just 
he just happened to be able to speak in such a way, in such an eloquent way, so he would tell you obvious things, and people think it was newsworthy. And he was celebrated kind of like, not, not for anything he'd done. He was celebrated simply because he was a, a, a man that was of African descent, posing as a black man in America, that happened to give and downtrodden black African-American people hope. And what did he do with that hope? He did not invest that into the black community. Instead, he used that to proliferate money to countries that hated us. And then he also decided to take his, his uh, political seat and say, hey, I'm going to go and uplift the LGBTQ community who just so happened to equate their struggle with the black struggle. And again, I, I never chose to be African American. I was just born that way. But they chose that life. So Okay, now you said that you personally, uh, Rio, didn't have uh, any major problem with Obama. And that's where I disagree with you. Because I definitely had a major problem with Obama. But that is another show. Um, we kind of got a little bit off topic. I want to get back to bullying. It sounds like a lot of what you were speaking to uh, was not really so much um, the bullying aspect as it was a sensitivity subject matter, wherein people felt bullied because of their level of sensitivity. And see, that's Ms. Blaze. Uh, where that's that's the the thing that I want to try. And there's like a thin line between this because. What happens is there are people that just aren't able to handle a truth, and there's a lot of people that aren't able to handle your truth, um, such as we went through a similar experience, me, you, Santiago, and Rio, just, what, two weeks ago? Okay. That could be called cyberbullying. You understand? What happened mm. and the remarks that were made for the group of people that didn't even listen to the show? based on a title that had a question mark in it. So, you know, we were being called uh, a lot of different, uh, you know, slanderous remarks, a lot of different slanderous. There's a lot of things that were imposed upon us within that spectrum. And uh, I think we handled ourselves very uh, civil. And uh, I, I want to commend all of you for having been so very thank civil you. about it. But the, thank you, thank you, but thank the thing is this, definitely. The thing is, is, is this. That, is that Brother um, Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yes. <laughs> thank oh, you, okay. No problem. Well, the, no the, problem. one moment of it, really quick. To answer that, Rio, if, if you're ever confused, you'll know the difference when you hear Santiago refer to his greatness. That's all you got to remember. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead, <laughs> I had to I, 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 I happen to think I'm pretty great myself. So we, oh Lord, I'm right. going to have to talk good, about that good, on the show. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I really, really quick, uh, beloved. I wanted to say though, I, I think like what we touched on right away at the very beginning was, I guess perception is because I, I don't think when someone and kind of what Rio was saying is if a person defends themselves or staunch in their position and they mm-hmm. come off very passionate about how they feel to right. someone else who is one sensitive or maybe not confident or like you guys were saying insecure, um, mm-hmm. they could feel that other individual is being a bully. We were called, like I said, maybe bullies or we were being to some degree we could have called some people that were coming at us as bullies but because of who I am and how I feel, or maybe the way KC 
and and you feel as well about your position, we didn't really feel like we were being bullied. We were just listening to a position that they were very aggressive. They were very strong. Someone else might have said that they were being bullies or they were bullying us, but I I don't know. I don't. It's very 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 early. You said about perception, and I think that a lot of times is depending on who you are, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your position, and how you. You know, you uh, position yourself or, or, you know, debate that position and, and, and convey that message. Sometimes you, you may feel like, why are they feeling this way? But we're talking about, like you said, about the people being insensitive, I mean, being sensitive about the, about the topic and maybe also being, not having the confidence or what being I was a little talking bit about timid or spoke more insecure. To, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What I was talking no, more to was, was the reaction that we got. Um, there was no in between. It was just very right. much. Uh, you you couldn't be called anything other than bullying. The things and the uh, different comments that were made, and even the actions that were taken against us to try to get us to be silent because of uh, the the things that we didn't agree with, and them being staunch in their position. And uh, that it probably wouldn't have affected you as much because you were pretty much, you know, I think they kind of looked to you as kind of somewhat to to be their savior Uh, because there were different perceptions, different stance that we took. Um, The way that which we all received backlash from that community uh, for merely using a question mark in the title uh, without most of the people that had a problem with it in the first place. So much as peering mm-hmm. into a few seconds of the show that day was phenomenally retarded, uh, for lack of I'm not going to be politically correct. <laughs> okay, just okay. Um, as well as very myopic and grotesquely irresponsible, especially when you want someone to understand your cause. Okay, however, you deny those people their rights to refute what you're calling into fact as science simply because you want you you might have went to a few different resources and decided that it was enough for you to preclude for you to preclude that it could be science in fact over logic which still is scientific and that it has to make sense so you know never mind that you know i just want to reiterate that when rio stated uh he he said something that was very you know much put into fact that night and uh that's when he said yeah. that this particular group were at that time indicative of what would be a terrorist organization. Well, then you go and act on what the man is saying so you hence prove his point. What sense does that make? What else would you call it? I think I got to apologize for that night because I, when I was speaking about that, I, uh, when I referred to them as a terroristic group, I, I, I didn't, I was speaking for myself. I wasn't speaking on behalf of the radio. So I, I, the moment I said that, I knew that you guys were going to get backlash from that. But um, that that just speaks on the maturity level of the of some of the people. You know, my thing is they, well, that they they like to force their they like to invoke sympathy and force their their uh, agenda on you. And if you don't let, if you don't heed to that, if you don't you know yield to what they want, then instead of them saying, well, hey, this person just choose to live the way Mother Nature intended it. They say, "Whoa, wait! You're not on board with this. You're against us." And now they they create this facade that the world is against us. The world don't. Is, to be honest, most people don't really care about what they do behind their closed doors. What we do care about is the infringement on our beliefs and how we feel. Exactly. And so they they don't. They, you know. And right. again, the biggest platform that they use 
is the uh, the biggest platform that they use is social media to recruit and doctor yes. people. Yeah. They 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 hard body on the media. I, I've never seen a more determined group to that will exploit <laughs> social media in my life. Well, they, what what I want to add to that, real was that it wasn't just what you spoke that night. The problem that I have is that a lot of the people that were reaching out to us were people that didn't even listen to the show to be able to base. Uh, a fact from opinion or an opinion from fact because they hadn't watched yeah, the show. All they knew is that there was a question mark at the end of that statement. So that was regardless of your comment that was made or not. Kind of reminds me of the Holocaust narrative. You know, people are simply claiming that it needs to be looked into further and dissected. Well, why not? You know? And they're even calling it into question because, uh, you know, they're, it's being called anti Semitic. Uh, uh, if you decide that you want to question this thing, as well as your voices are being so, stifled, I, I and a lot, know, of people, I, a lot of people, a lot of people even you. now being I I, I, no, I okay. agree with you wholeheartedly, but at least, but he, but you know what? With, with all that being said, you know, even the people, and this this is the honest. I'm not being into, I'm not being uh, full, but even the people that have been through the Holocaust have actually can trace their heritage, whereas we can't. So even the Holocaust victims have more have more uh, direction about where they came from and their place okay, than we've ever had. They do, we, but the, here's the know. thing. They also have more control, too, Rio, and that's the thing that we don't. Absolutely. We don't have control. This has been decided for us, you know. Our history has been desecrated. Our history is being whitewashed. It has been rewritten. We don't have the ability to go have someone jailed for denying us our narrative. You know, Ahmadinejad himself said that you have many other historical events that took place similar, and even some more catastrophic, such as World War II, you know, wherein 60 million people were killed. And this is just one example, Rio. Therefore, why would we just focus on this particular group of people now? What is it that's so special about these people that this would be made into such a great issue? And, you know, as further stated, uh, we should be sorry for all of the 60 million people that lost their lives equally, as all of them were human beings, right? And it does not matter whether they were LGBTQ, Christians, gay, Muslim, minority, they were killed, Rio. So are we not just sorry for everyone then? You know, it appears certain causes are allowed to be center stage and even exalted to that space, and others just take a back seat at will regarding what the uh, need dictates concerning whatever agenda it is that they're trying to persuade. Ms. Blake. That's well, exactly what on I'm that saying. note. Whatever agenda it is, that's what they want. Absolutely. Right. That's exactly how it is. I'm going to play a quick commercial, fellas, and we'll be back in just a moment. Indeed. Oh, yeah.
What's up, I'm Sierra. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Hey, what's up? It's Jay-Z. You're back with Lady Vixen Radio. Blaze. We have the great Santiago, the magnificent yes, beloved, yes. and the awesome Mr. Rio, all on the line tonight. And we are talking about bullying. Right. Are you the bully? <laughs> I think some of us have been the bully. I'm the bully. And I'm the reason Sorry. you are the bully. bully. You, you've been a bully. You've been a bully on the show. People so think I already I'm a bully. You've been a bully. Call in. Call all in. The Tell time. They, they can date. They get they get two minutes to bully me for free. Let's go. Call in. Nine one four. Again, it's nine one four two zero five five eight one six. Now, really you, quickly. You know before we continue. Mm, go ahead. What yeah. do we know? Let me let me say this real let me say this real quick. It seems like you know when hater came out and hater was overused and it was like the fashionable word to to be used, hater this, hater that, you're a hater. It seems like bullying yeah. is also kind of following that same pattern. Everybody's being called bully. Everybody's bullying. Absolutely. Like yeah. it seemed like a couple years ago, no one even used the word. Now all of a sudden, it's being used almost in the same way hater is. It's like real, like it's. Like that's that's why I keep saying I keep reiterating and I think all of us touched on it to some degree, is that I think it's a lot of a lot of it's perspe- it's, it's your perception. Like sometimes people are sensitive. Real touched on the fact that people don't have the same mental fortitude and strength as they did back in the day. So what does that that what does that tell you that some some things that they're maybe overly sensitive about they're going to end up calling that individual or those people or that group bullies. Well, okay. I just want to piggyback off that real quick, it, because okay. you know, when you said hating, that's that's really that's exactly what it is. I think people medicate their pain 
in their own insignificance by by using that term bullying. Like, oh, you're bullying me. It's just medicating their own insignificance. It's, you know, because if if you really think about it, we all are supposed to exercise power. And just because you exercise tolerance don't mean you're losing your beliefs. It just means that you're handling people who believe differently from you in a mature way. So uh, if you can't, if you're not able to handle how people feel about you in a mature way, then they call it bullying, and and then they want to, then they want to, you know, block you and and unfriend you and all this other stuff. So we really need to, we really need to, how you end bullying, you, you strengthen the maturity and the the the, uh, the mental fortitude of the weak-minded because we don't want weak-minded people leading us into the future because we're going to get old. And these same weak-minded people that, that are saying we are being bullied, they're going to be responsible for us. And we're going to be too okay. old to try to Wait. defend ourselves. Okay. And what um, were you about to add, Ms. Blaze? What are you about to ask? Well, to this degree, right? So, to what he just said, I don't think people having a difference of opinion is what makes them a bully. You can state your opinion. I'm sure there are plenty of people who don't mind a good debate, right? I don't think somebody giving me an opposite opinion of my own makes them a bully, right? But if it becomes where you're attacking me for my belief, now there's name calling being used. Now there yes. is cyber stalking being in, in put into play. Those become right. bullying, and that's the difference. All of so, which were imposed upon us, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I was going to add that. So going back to our previous episode where we did talk about the LGBTQ um, and, and possibly adding another letter, and which was P, right? The letter P. So people got so far in their feelings about the topic, right? They did not listen to the episode. They only saw the title, and they felt as though I was going and promoting hatred or possibly trying to promote people attacking their quote-unquote community for adding the pedophile word to their LGBTQ um, framework, right? So, they became. They started to attack me. They some of them went as far as to attack. You know, we're not going to even allow your book to be sold, or you know, you're a bigot and you're you know a human garbage bag. Like I was called so much stuff that it was overwhelming. I've had. They even tried to get me kicked not out. Not from a group that offers tolerance. Group. Not from the group that preaches it. You mean to tell me the LGBTQ XYZ group? Calls you all these names, and they want people to exercise tolerance towards them. That's it. They they didn't. That's another aspect they didn't have. But see, that's the thing, though. So then, I'm a firm believer, and I've said this on numerous occasions, that people practice what they themselves hate. So they want to be they want to be accepted. They would like their lifestyles to be accepted. They want you to um, practice um, tolerance and, and patience and kindness. Um, all while being able to very strategically, and it's so bizarre, they move like nothing I've ever seen. They move in unison, boy. When I tell you their attacks was like slicing down, if I wasn't strong, okay, if I was a, a weaker woman, I would have shrunk inside from how they were coming at me. However, um, because I understand 
the human mind, mm-hmm. and I understand that they were coming at me from a place of ignorance, and ignorance meaning they weren't, they didn't listen to the show, because if if they had, they would have known that it was me on that episode who was taking up for the fact that it was not them or their community trying to add anything. It was, you know, quite the opposite. So I didn't take it to offense, but I can see how. Um, I could see how it could affect people, people, a whole bunch of people coming after you. Now, I will say this, going to off of what Rio said as well. I think we can say to a degree that people of today are a little more sensitive, right? But I also think if we look at things from this perspective, right now we are in a computer age, we're in technology age. Social media is the new wave, right? Being on social media is the new wave. Sure, we can say, well, don't get on it. If people are bullying you, don't get on it. Sure, we can say that, right? But the reality of life is this. We are attached to our our uh, social media because it, it makes you feel like you're connected to the world, right? Um, but imagine posting something about yourself, something about you, uh, a picture of yourself, um, a picture of maybe your children, Imagine people attacking your physicality, attacking something about you, right? And it's not just people you know. You open yourself up to the world attacking you. So if you're a person who already suffered from maybe insecurity, low self-esteem, and things like that, and maybe you posted that picture to feel good about yourself, and you have the world coming at your neck, right? I can see how it could affect you in such a way, because it's not like people you know. Now you've exposed yourself to the world, and the world is rejecting you. That's why I don't think, think um, celebrities, I feel I feel bad for celebrities. I don't think that they live such a glamorous life, because they openly expose themselves to be judged by the world. And that, to me, is too heavy a cross to bear for me. Now, I want um, to add to something. I, I want to add to something. I want to add to something Santiago said. He had asked a pertinent question. He said, when did the narrative of bullying become popular? This is a very important question. It's very important because, see, we need to know the answer. And he has a, he has a valid point there. See, because bullying comes in different variations, and what he was talking about is also the perception of it. Let's talk about just the blatant bullying of it, okay? It's more than just a physical. There's cyberbullying. There's physical bullying. There's phones. There's social media bullying. There's memes and so forth. There was someone named Rosalie. I think her name was uh, Rosalie, and she was 14, I believe. Allegedly, now listen to me. I'm saying these things allegedly. Allegedly, she's a hero because she somehow managed to be able to, before she committed suicide, be able to donate four organs of her body to save four different lives. Now, everyone just bought into the story, but did anybody question anything? Now, all of a sudden, we're getting flourished with all these different stories. I'm getting stories that really need to be looked into. Uh, Eight-year-olds committing suicide over bullying. Nine-year-olds committing suicide over cyberbullying. Ten-year-olds, fourteen-year-olds. You have people as young as seven years old that I've seen that have uh, been depicted as having been like, what is really happening? Are we being taught to be very overtly sensitive about the wrong things? Because uh, last time I checked, this didn't become a pandemic until it was media speaking this into a pandemic. Congresswoman Eloise Riot, hold on, Ms. Blaze, just one second. 
She wanted to, in 2017, impose a law named after an alleged victim, Rosalie, whose parents were seeking a type of law after their daughter allegedly hung herself after being bullied in school. Supposedly, the components of the law is supposed to be able to assure an action of any parent that picks up the phone and says that their child is being bullied. It would have to be documented, as well as school districts would now have to treat the verbal bullying the same as if it were physical abuse. And also, schools would have to contact the parent of the bully. What? Why? That's not the way it happened before. It didn't become this extreme. We have so many. Nobody's batting an eye. at There was just 30,000 women that ended up missing, and they've been sold into sex traffic, and nobody's batted an eye. That, that's not being talked about. But we are ta- I'll tell you what we are talking about. We're talking about the high rise of uh, transgenders that are being killed. We're talking about uh, cyberbullying. We're talking about uh, Trump and, and, and what we feel about him, whether we like or despise him. We're talking about this whole thing with him in Russia. These are the things that are cap, cap, uh, encapsulating us and, and, and stealing our attention away, and it doesn't make any sense. Now, suicide, I would never make light of it. It's indeed a real problem. However, bullying itself did not get to be a real problem until the media told us that it was a big problem. That's where, when Santiago said that's the first place my mind went. Because in most cases, as far as bullying goes, I already spoke this earlier, it can be dealt with in large when pertaining to schools, parents, and children. Uh, you know, it's when it reaches a far greater magnitude and or multitude in which people become, you know, affected, then the problems become uh, unquenchable, you know, even contumacious at points. So what then... Where then does that leave us? I think it leaves us depending on media to always set the narrative for us. We never heard about LGBTQ until we started hearing about LGBTQ, but who put it into the forefront? We never heard about Black Lives Matter until it was put to the forefront. Who put that into the forefront? We never heard about the feminist movement until it was not abroad as much as we are now. Everything that's thrown in our faces is due to the media that none of us control, is my point. It makes no sense to buy into everything that that media machine feeds us, people. Okay. Well, really quickly, really quickly, I have a comment. I have a comment really quickly. Nell from New York says, let's be honest, America itself is a bullying country. Why do you think other countries hate us? And we bully um, other countries all the time. I actually agree with that. And I I feel like bullying America, that's one of America's favorite pastimes Um, in general. I don't think we bully. I think we pretty much, we don't bully. People always say America is bully, but yet they run to America for their problems. See, the reality is is that, you know, America has been has become a parent to other countries. It's kind of like, you know, when you have a parent and they tell you, your parents tell you not to do something, right, when you're younger, and you'd be like, oh, you know, I don't want to do it, and you think you're more knowledgeable because parents make things look easy, but in fact it's hard. Well, that's the same thing. America has handicapped these other countries by coming to their aid. Instead of directing them, we come to their aid. Anytime they have an issue, we stick our nose in there and help. It's not the fact that we bully it. It's just the fact that we're a global power. That's why they hate us. They hate us because they see the they see we're the youngest. We're one of the youngest countries in in history, and yet we're the strongest country the world has ever known. 
that's that's that point. And also, the reason why you see bullying at the forefront is because it's profitable. Looking for abandoned women and children, that's not profitable. It's it's a it's a little way they'll put on the news and all that stuff. But what's profitable again is the official agenda. And I tell you, and it sounds crazy, but a lot of this stuff has to do with the LGBTQ and <laughs> and liberal agenda. They go hand in hand. Liberal agenda and the LGBTQ. They they're the top the top producers in Hollywood, the top the top news stations are all ran by the LGBTQ uh members. Uh, and, I, and, I, and again I'm not bu- I'm not beating up on them, I'm just stating facts. Most most of the Hollywood producers, most of the newscasts, all that stuff. And they're putting out that's why you see in shows it's increasingly you see in uh gay gay relationships. Just like on my favorite show, The Rookie. They had to cast the black young guy as the gay person. Boom. And so they're putting out what they want you to what you what they want you to see. And because people are so busy having their face in front of a TV instead of actually into some book or something, we're being fed that because we're exercising or we're we're not exercising our mind. Our the television and our in our phone are doing the thinking for us instead of us hitting the gym or hitting the book or doing doing some self research. The television is doing our research. In fact, the television is doing the parental babysitting. So everything that we ever want to think about, if you if you want to be a part of an agenda or a liberal agenda or anything, if you're not self-sufficient in thinking, and that's why I love this show so much because so many of the people here are, are, are amazing thinkers. And, and we're probably you know going to watch for that. Yeah, you know, you know what? In, in real, I, I, I tend to agree to some de- to some degree about what you were saying about this country overall being like a bully, but if you look at the manifestation of a bully, a lot of it has to do with those around him or her and those that kind of egg that person on to be that person. So what I mean is kind of you empower the so-called bully. Like what you were saying as far as all these countries needing this country to help them, you're empowering this country to be kind of that bully, to be that person in power, to almost wield and yield power over everybody. So it's almost the same thing with that kid in school or that if you go back in the day, the big guy or the little, you know, whoever became the bully, you had the peanut gallery egging this person on to be this person or pushing this person or laughing or enjoying what they're doing. If everybody's doing that, this person actually is empowered and feels like, okay, that's my position to do this, to pick on the weak, to make fun of people, to, you know, kick them in the butt, do whatever it may be. And a lot of times it's us that are creating these individuals by empowering them. And and a good uh, parallel to that is kind of this country, like you just said, because if you sit there and you think about it, if everybody's always coming to this country in need of something or some assistance, it, it puts that our country into that position of power where they feel like I can be somewhat, you know, controlling and tell you what to do, and that can come off as bullying to other people in other countries that are maybe submissive or weak because they don't have those powers or they need that other individual or that country to help them all the time. I think the commenter, no, um, is very correct that America is the biggest bully. They are the greatest um, at, at doing what they do. 
And the reason I say so is because if you look at it, right, the whole job of a bully, the mean, what they want to do, what they are, are trying to do by inflicting and enforcing their will, right, and to, to take away from um, the weaker or, or the person who is a little less um, or has a little less, it's to make them feel some kind of way, right? Um, Rio stated that America, in a lot of cases, come in and swoop the people's aid. I do agree that to a degree that we do that. However, I don't believe it's done uh, for the sake of us being um, merciful. I think all of it is basically so that they can tower over and implement whatever they want to implement on you. That's the whole point. That's the reason. A bully, you might be able to get a bully after school right, to help you with something else um, if you if you execute it properly or if he sees an opportunity, but later you're going to pay for it. It doesn't mean he's going to um, stop bullying you. It just means that he offered you a hand so he could use it against you later. So I think America, to a great degree, I think that it's been founded on bullying. What do they do? They come up, what do bullies do? Every time you even see a bully on the, on the television, in the movies, what do he do? He comes over. He pushes you around, he snatches your things, he demands that you're going to pay him to not bully him, even though he's still planning on bullying you after he gets whatever it is he's taken from you. And that's what America does, is what they've been, come on now, we celebrate uh, Christopher Columbus. We just celebrated a Thanksgiving. That was a biggie, the biggest brodying move. They, they bullied, you're talking about a bully. I'm going to bully you so much, and then I'm going to have a Thanksgiving meal named after what I did to you. Come on. Think about it. Because <laughs> mm. you don't think we bully? America is it's founded I, on that. See, a, anyone anyone who's weak, like you said, they're the weaker, which is the word you use, and when you put someone in power, you can always feel that way. Like they're always taking control, and they're being bullies to, to uh, a bully towards you. So I mean, you could you could look at, at people probably in their in their workplace probably would you know because especially because the word is fashionable now they're probably calling their bosses bullies. Uh, yeah, and, but and you, part of that has a lot to do with their fortitude. But if you choose yeah, not to, you know, something is is that at this point, if if you're being bullied, if you're a country, and you're being bullied by America, then at this point you probably earned it. And we think about it because here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. There you go. The reason why is because my thing is is that here we are. Here you are. Uh, the the honorable Malcolm X says, um, you know, a man that that does that a man that refused to fight for his uh, independence is not worthy of life, right? And that's mm. and I, I, I remember that. Lose my heart. So my thing is, Absolutely. is that if you're being if you're being oppressed, okay. Mo- now bear in mind. I agree. America has infiltrated countries for oil and everything. Rightfully so. We went to we went to war for them. There's countries that owe America and and don't want to pay us. So if we take a little bit, you know. Then yeah, that's oh, all right. My God. You know. No. Denied. And I do mean that. You could have fought that war on your own. No, no, here it is. Because you you could have fought that war on your own. You may have lost, but at least at least you did it. Now my thing is is this. Now bear in mind, most of the countries that 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 talk bad about us out of one corner of their mouth. They 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 asked us for help, and you know through the UN, which is American owned because it's in New York. But the thing is, is that again, you're, these people are fighting. They're they're telling us that you know we're bullies. Well, you know if you don't like us, 
you know, then you then you make your own progression. Then you go and you get your own resources. And truth be known, we really don't need How can I get my own resources if your country keeps hey, listen to yourself. If I'm the person being bullied, but, I'm the little kid in the schoolyard. The bully keeps taking my lunch and telling me, if you can't fight against me, if you can't listen, go get don't ask me to come fight no well, wait a minute. Come on, you're taking from me. You take from okay, me. But- you make sure I'm poor. You make sure I owe you. You make sure. So, therefore, how can I fight up against the power of you if you are constantly taking from me? You're taking my resource. Okay. Oh, wow. Maybe, wow, Miss And I agree with you at this point. But, yeah, here's the problem. Uh, a little a little country like Haiti, petite, like, it's, very, it's an island. It's not even a country. It's an island. What is independence from France? A powerhouse. If you're talking about a David versus Goliath story. Now, Haiti didn't have any of the weaponry that, that France has. Not that France is, a, a, you know, that big of a deal, but the reality is that they are they were a huge deal compared to, uh, to Haiti. Yet they won their independence by sheer grit and determin- determination and by acts of defiance. If you go, if you're facing a bully right now, right, if a bully, a bully could beat you up every single day, but if you defend yourself every single day, you may not beat him every day, but one day he's going to get tired of attacking you because he knows that you're going to, he or she knows, you're going to defend yourself to the best of your ability. And all I'm saying is, is that if you're a country, every country at some point will go through a war, right? So my thing is some wars are won, some wars are lost. But the, but my thing is you cannot come and ask us for anything and then get upset. If we give you a resource and you don't have no means of paying us and we decide, you know, hey, the, the payment for that resource we're giving you is your oil or whatever, then you have a decision you make. We're not going around taking things at this point. You know? So you as are, much as you I want to you uh, took it. Oh, come on. As much as I want to agree with you, brother, Haitians are paying the price for all of that right now, for that defiance and whatever they did. I mean, it might have lasted for, what, uh, a very short period. But they, all of that independence and stuff, where is it now? They they basically had to depend no, on or they're paying for it because of a corrupt president. Haiti has wonderful resources. They can they can grow fruit tropical. They can grow fruits and vegetables year long. The reality is, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Country, they'll never they'll never uh, become they'll never be a big country. They'll never be a mega a power. But you know why? Right. Because, because America, really because America already has their, the, they already have the threshold already set into place and set into action. That's why that that you no, you, you might as well call that Haiti's president. You might as well call that you might as well call that uh, America's president because they own him. They control him. He's well, a puppet. We should, we, we should take that. I'm we, sorry. They would do better under American leadership if we were to take him. Actually. Because because at least under American leadership we can we can set a trade agreement and we can use the resources. But what you're calling is leadership is slavery, my friend. That's not leadership. Yes. That's well, we're, we're doing. That's not leadership at all. That's the, you're forcing a people out. It's, you're that bullying wouldn't be good the leadership. people out. You're bullying, you're bullying yeah. them. Come well, on, I'm and the people that look like us. You can't be a bully if you're if you're answering a country for resources. You know what I'm saying? You know, all I'm saying if you can be a bully, yes, you get can. the resources. Yes, you can. Hold on. Those who are- no. You can be a bully. Mm-hmm. If I come, I'm the bully. If I come to your house, I take all your food. 
and then I turn around and make you pay me for it. Come on. I'm bullying yeah, you. Definitely. Those weren't their resources right. to begin with. Those things. were Hades but resources. Everybody? Is that, is that I'm sorry? Okay, and I agree with that. And I, said, I agree with what you just said. However, here's mm-hmm. the problem with that. The problem is, is that majority of countries that we – here's the thing. The world, we, every single country is borrowed from every single country, right? We're making trade that's unnecessary. America is going all the way, all over di- different countries, making mm-hmm. agreements. And we're all doing that. That's how the world works, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. in this trade agreement, mm-hmm. right? But the, so my mm-hmm. thing is this, and a lot of countries are playing unfair. All, my, my sole premise is, is that if you, or if you are being treated unfair, there's two things you can do. You can play along with it, or you can say, you know what, enough's enough. We might lose, but we're going to take a stand. The worst that can happen is you, you're going to end up in the same situation as you were before, but the, but the best that can happen is if you're already being oppressed, then, okay, there's, there's not much more levels of oppression when it comes to a country other than the, the, the actual overture of the country. But if you say to the person, hey, you know what, I'm going to fight you, and I may lose. It's of certainty I'm going to lose. But I'm going to fight you because I believe like this, because, of, because, of my, because I believe that I have this right. You never know what happened. Maybe some other little countries will, will join your, your fight and help you. But the thing is, people like to play America as a bully. But America has been a savior to the same countries that's been called a, 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 that, that people didn't call them. They're a not bully. a savior. savior. You, they're not a savior. They have been their they have been their literal hell. They're not saviors. That's where you're confusing things, my friend. They're not. America has not mm-hmm. been anybody's savior. America has been everybody's terrorist, though. And then he'll come with the cloak of favor and savior. He'll wear the badge that says he's a savior. And then he'll call himself savior and put it on his badge. So now when you read his badge, you have to call him savior. But he's no savior, my friend. He's the devil behind the the, the, the name tag. Well, I have, I, have, I have trouble calling the country that I, uh, that I reside in. Um, and, I live here. I'm in the country. I'm in America, and, I, and I'm the walking I'm literally proof of their uh of their buffoonery. I'm the proof. I, that's why I can speak on it. I don't know what you claim, my friend, right? Um, but I know that somewhere mm-hmm. a part of my history stated that um my people were bullied into doing things that uh, caused me to be here, reflecting back on. Okay, America, sure, it has promise. I get to do some things. I can even stand here right now on this beautiful platform and call America a bully. How great is that? But guess what? It does not negate the fact that it is, in fact, a bully. Now, if you want me to call it a savior, (laughs) if you want me to call America a savior, you got to first write the word savior down and pin it on its chest because that's the only time I have to read it. And if I have to read it, then I can call it a savior. Um, other than that, my friend, I don't agree. Uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little conflicted about this. I'm a, a little conflicted about this now to hearing different point of views on this. I think sometimes when you are powerful well, or in a position of power or in a, and you're strong, you can be looked at as an individual who is strong in their position and may exercise their right to speak up or to do whatever they do to others or around others, they could be looked at as a bully. If that person is, is feels weak or insecure or 
some of the words in, uh, sensitive or maybe just don't have that same mental fortitude or strength, they can always feel like you're, you're like a bully. So I don't know. That's, that you know, I, I could be looked at as a bully because of the way that I carry myself and, and the way that I state certain things. I'm sure maybe a few of us were, by uh, certain comments, we were we were looked at as bullies and sometimes stating our position and feeling strong. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, I don't know, That's I'm conflicted about that because I think that, that you know, why why being strong, why being, you know, you know, being strong and being staunch in your position, that you know, you can always be called a bully. And I and I and I go back to what I said earlier. I think it's just a, it's it's almost like it's fashionable, like hater, like people call people haters, and now they're calling everybody bullies now. Everybody's a bully. Oh, you're a bully. You're a bully. Anytime you say anything, you're a bully. You're a bully. Like you know, like a couple of years ago. Oh, anytime you you have a position that you don't like something, or maybe something is not for you, you're a hater. So, you know, if you have an independent opinion, you're a hater. Like nowadays, it's it's just ridiculous. Everybody is going too far with a lot of this stuff because of their own, you know, their their own maybe insecurities or, or sensitivity. Mm. I, I, I came across that in my, own, in my own workplace one time where sometimes I was very strong about when I was – when I was training individuals and trying to give them good information and maybe, you know, putting my position as far as what I felt was good for fitness and what I felt was good for nutrition. And some people took it the wrong way and, and kind of, you know, came back to my bosses and were saying, you know, I was being, a, you know, I was being rough. I was being like a bully. I was being insensitive. So, you know, I, you know, I can see where, you know, the perception is, is very important in this, in, in this discussion. Mm. You know, my mom. Well, on that note, my mom, really right. quickly, she, uh, I'm gonna. Okay. I want to play a quick commercial because we do have something, um, a couple comments, and we'll be back in just a moment.
Have you heard? KC Blaze is now hosting Lady Vixen Radio. For controversial topics, adult-only conversation, how-to info, interviews, and so much more. Tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday evening. And we are back at your girl, KC Blaze. We have Mr. Beloved, Mr. Santiago, and Mr. Rio all in the house tonight. Yeah, yeah. Our call-in yeah. number is 914-205-5816. And we're asking you, are you the bully? We've already talked about America, America the Great. And by great, I mean the greatest bully of all time. Um, the greatest. You know, I'm, I, I'm partially joking, but partially not. <laughs> My mom used to tell my mom used to say that uh, before we went to break, I wanted to say this because my my mom used to always talk about advocation of a throne, and she always used to use this in comparison to the way men are and the reason why women are the way they are today. But it still rings true to this: is that the people were you know say America is a bully, but here's the thing: someone has to take that leadership role and. If if it's America, then it's America. But some if there's a if there's an application of leadership, then some country is going to fulfill that, and and that's yep. and that's the reality. So we could be perceived as as a bully, but we're in we're I would I would want to live in no other country. At least I know that this bully of a country, you know, it hasn't been the greatest for our people. At least I know that hey, if there's ever a war broke, you know. I'm in good hands of winning. You know what I mean? So okay. If it's right. not us, it'll be somebody. You know, and right. um, well, that's that's mm-hmm. different. Well, really quickly, we have a, a very familiar number six six six. It's calling in. Um, which is Lucifer. Oh, good old Lucifer. Lucy. Come on in. How is everybody doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Listen, I was listening to you guys a little earlier here, and I I want to say I, and it should be of no uh, surprise here. I'm obviously going with my man Santiago. Okay, understand what I'm saying? Ah, first, yes, yes. Well, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> Or somebody trying to mimic me or something? What was I hearing? Something echoes or something? What's going on here? I understand there's new blood on the show. I mean, there's a new person on the show. It's uh, Rio. <laughs> How are you there, Rio? You okay? New blood. Yes, right. How are you? All right. I'm doing okay. Listen, it appears that when there is a real bullying that needs the desired attention, that the subject is somehow very conveniently muted. You know, such as a certain group of persons, you know, didn't like what you guys had to say and so forth. And like your beloved said, there's a certain agenda. My thing here is that I, what is going on with the sensitivity of you people? You know, I, I, I can just go and uh, be uh, convinced that there's a spike in the number of bullying due to of what you guys are told in the media. It doesn't make sense that you people buy into this hypothesis. It doesn't make any sense. So my thing then would be, what is the big answer to this question? 
Well, of course, you guys are smart enough to know this, but as a collective, you guys aren't really a smart race of people. See, the thing is, it's the collective that you guys are looking at. It's this kind of ignorance, this kind of preposterous thing that you guys do. You have you have you guys, the people of color, that would see this as greater than their cause to fight for equal rights within the scope of their being black or Asian or whatever. But that's not being put as the high-scale margin of things that people need to try to uh, atone for. No, you have this kind of stupidness talking about bullying, and then you guys don't even question the media. What do you guys, what do you guys expect? You guys don't question the media. You just guys just go along with that flow, and you guys think that that is what's supposed to happen. I I like for one of you guys to chime in. What you know, maybe you, Miss Casey? I don't know. Talk to me. What do you think about um, this? Well, first not- of all, Lucy, um, I challenge everything. I question everything. I would be the person who stand up in front of the media and uh, ask some questions. Um, that's so. Your comment is not directed at me directly. No, it is directed um, towards you because what kinds of questions yeah. would you then ask, my dear? Mm, I guess he told you. A- any questions? Well, he ain't tell me nothing. But any any question, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it just depends on what it is I'm talking about. I personally don't have a problem if I see a problem. I don't have a problem with asking the questions again. So like, do you not see a problem with this here particular thing that you guys are talking about with this here topic? bullying? Of yeah. course, there's a problem. Of so course. what kind of question would you ask pertaining to this? I would ask the media. You know. One, why why do we get so much attention placed on bullying when there are other things that are uh, more important? For example, Beloved mentioned a host of ladies that are missing in the thousands, um, human yes, trafficking, um, violence, yeah. guns, and things like that, that, anything and everything that is more important, in my opinion, than somebody um, saying some things that we don't like necessarily uh, in the case of bullying. Now, also, I do think the narrative ahead. is being spun because, like, uh, I believe it was Beloved also who said that bullying, then as it relates to people committing suicide, it starts to look like there is a trend that is being put into play. And I always say, around re-election, we'll start getting trends, and now all of a sudden, the new age trend for this election is bullying and suicide. Let me tell you something, Miss Casey. I don't, I don't have much to say to Beloved lately. He doesn't even play me out anymore, so I, I'm done with that guy. But here's the thing I want to say. Uh, there was a show that you guys did where uh, it was Beloved and there was Santiago where we're talking about it was the food uh, eating the people as there is the people eating the food. And I remember that those guys got mistaken for being bullies. And those guys were not bullying anything. They were actually adding science into the, the, the way people should uh, take care of their bodies. And that was uh, looked at as bullying. Yeah, I remember that, too. Mm. You know, yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, he remembers so, that. So, yeah. Yes, that was, yes I, I, I listen to you guys all the time because, you, well, Santi, you know this. You, you live with me. So the yeah. thing is that this thing here is that a lot of this here is flawed parenting, Ms. Casey. In a lot of these cases, it appears that these children have no self-esteem and that the parents are not very present in their lives. Okay, that's an issue in itself. But is it so big that it should be on media? Is it so big it should be on mainstream social media? This does not make sense, and people do not ask the right questions. Beloved mentioned something about mm. eight- and seven-year-olds committing suicide. That should be a problem in itself. 
let's forget about the bullying. Why are eight-year-olds and seven-year-olds that have a perfectly good, uh, healthy relationship with their parents at home committing suicide because of some, some intangible prospect that is happening in their school? That doesn't make any sense. That means that something psychologically is amiss here. What, what is the problem? Uh, they should I be surrounded by no parents, people. though. No. What I'm trying to tell you, what I think Beloved was saying, is that it, it, it's not about it's, parenting. It's just the, that's the hit or miss. It's the thing that did this thing ever occur? And yes, it would be the parents' fault, I would think. Yeah, I would say so, too, Ms. Davis. Why wouldn't it be the parents? Why wouldn't it be the parents' fault? Um, well, one, the only, uh, the only fault I will link to the parents, the only fault, and I didn't hear that, Rio, but the only fault that, um, I would say lend to the parents is allowing the amount, the amount of social media access that the child may have. However, if bullying is taking place in school, I feel like once the child is then taken into a social setting such as school, um, then it becomes the the parent cannot protect the child from everything that happens. The parent cannot protect the child from things that will all, you know, be said. A child may not be the personality type to go run and tell their parents what's going on. They could um, hear things and be be told off and and, because, and bully and not bring it home people, to, to mom or dad. Because you people are giving your children too much freedom. You guys are giving your kids too much say-so in the manner. And the reason why is because you're giving the kids too much rights. Now, to the point where it's being reversed, and the kids have more rights than the parents. The parents are not being conducive to the child's development as well as well-rounded going forward into adulthood. They're well-rounded. This is not happening, Mrs. Casey. And that is the problem. And again, I won't offer that to the parents. No. You know whose fault it would then fall back on? What would that be? The big, the biggest, the baddest bully that I've talked about so far. Um, Because America tells me I have to go to work, and I might have to work two or three jobs. I can't be home to raise my children. So that, therefore, it becomes America's fault. No, I'm sorry, but I have to mm. disagree. That becomes your personal problem. It's the fact that you have America. Because if you keep going ahead and playing the blame game like that, what ends up happening is that you are going to allow for various different excuses to affect your situation, and you're going to keep having that Mm -hmm. threshold of excuses to fall back on. Mm -hmm. And then you won't be raising your kid. Hence, America will be raising your kid. America's already raising my children. Well, and that is your fault. No, Lucy. That becomes your fault, Miss Casey. No. Mm. According according to a certain book <laughs> that a couple people here read, you fell into the earth, and therefore what? You might be the provoker. I believe there was a somebody, was it a new Santiago who stated that um that there's people what? who provoke the bully, you know, the egg on the bully. Who poke. Yeah. Well, so then, Luke, I know all too well. I was, I was provoked. Yeah, you. Yeah, got, I was definitely. You got. You, got no, no, no. you are the provoker of this big old country called America. And on yeah, that note, beloved, would you play me out, please? Beloved, please play me out. Get me out of here, please. Yes, sir. You deserve it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good job. All right. He's good.
That's a great guy, man. That guy is hilarious. <laughs> and he made some some sound points. I mean, my thing is again, you know, I, I like a lot of his points he made. Uh, you know, yeah. but the reality is that people need to understand that we have to go back to accountability. We have to stop with these. You know, no, no child, no anybody, but particularly a child, should not be killing themselves over that. That's America. Parenting need to be reestablished. People need to go back to fundamental parenting and not allowing a television to raise your children. My mother, my my mom, but you know, my my mom and, and dad, they they, you know, they work. They they still to this day work. And yet, you know, I wasn't the perfect child by any means. I definitely um, have had my share of, uh, you know, problems I've caused. But yet, I've never thought of contemplated killing my, myself. I never contemplated uh, any any bullying. It was, I mean, I, I've been bullied all the time, but I never, <clears throat> I never thought about being, you know, killing myself. I never thought about any of this stuff. I, you know, mm-hmm. I was just not the popular kid growing up. I really wasn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, there was no excuses being made. Now, there's so many excuses being provided. It's like, you, they, they have custom-made excuses. Oh, so-and-so bullied yeah. me. Okay, grow up. You know, because life bullies you. The mere, the mere aspect of life is bullying. It's depressing going to work. You know, and it's, and it's depressing, you know, going to work and sleeping and then you get a paycheck and at the end of that paycheck, you you barely got enough to make ends meet. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, the IRS is bigger than me. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, like, you know, they waiting for you. You, know, you ever see that meme where, like, the guy is uh, getting paid? And the IRS is behind the corner with the taxes, like, like the Billy Cup taxes. <laughs> I've seen that. Money. Yes. Yeah. Funny. That's, that's funny. But it makes the valid point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It makes my point. It makes my exact point. You okay. are literally no. Your point. You are subdued idea and the notion. You have been brainwashed enough to believe that life is bullying. No. The country in which you live in is bullying you, and you're sitting here talking about when life is bullying. Come on, brother. What are we Bro. talking about? The only thing I would say to that, Ms. Blaze, is that you you make it sound like as if this is the only country that is a bully. That's that's where I'm – because there are no, other countries that are bullies. I can only speak about the country I live in. I can only speak about this country. Why? Because I've seen per- personally and firsthand I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a participant. I have, I'm being bullied on all the time. Okay? okay, by the country I live in. Now, okay. is that to are no other countries? Of course there are. I'm sure there's plenty of people in other countries who can say the same exact thing. However, my point about it, though, is that we will sit and we will look and not and not give them any credit. You say it's a you know Lucifer said it's a it's a, mm-hmm. a blame game, but no, I'm mm-hmm. giving credit where credit is due. I'm putting it into perspective. Is what okay. I, I show you. But I'm sure you've seen more than just uh, bullying in this country. Um, there are countries in Asia where guys could literally steal a woman off the street and nothing will happen. Uh, there won't be no consequence to that action. They could steal and claim them as their wife. And the wife won't have a say so. And there's a law that enacts this that they can go ahead and then the woman is just subjugated to them, whether they knew that woman or not. And a lot of those women have committed suicide. 
there are laws in different countries wherein they can go ahead and steal a nine-year-old girl from the family and make that their slave wife or concubine. Uh, there are various different countries, so I can't just go and just state that this country, just because I live in it and I see because that's certainly stated that there are women who are uh, missing. They, they are being sold into the very countries you're you're talking about, and these are coming from America. So I can only talk right. about I would I obviously didn't say that America didn't take a part in this. I'm saying that I can't just acknowledge America as being just the only source in that. They're, I didn't that's say they were. I said they were the biggest. Okay. They were the baddest bullies in town. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be a bully, and I think, listen, anything you're going to do in life is worth doing right. So if you're going to be a bully, then you should be the biggest and baddest. And that, I mean, <laughs> It's it's like if I was to go to any country and be bullied, I would have to say my greatest chance of being of making ends meet, you know, being uh, being mm. sane of mind and everything. Mm. It would have to be America. I would not want to be bullied in a third world country where I can't speak my mind without being murdered. You know, so mm, maybe you know, maybe maybe America question. might be a bully, but. You got countries that they're are like that murderers. They're, yeah, they're like, oh, you don't, we don't even, we not only are we going to bully you, we're going to steal whatever you got in your house, be it your wife, right. your children, and if you say anything about us, then we're going to murder you. So I would rather real, be in America real. where, you know, I'm being check bullied this, with taxes out. and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm? just check this out okay. though. I want I want to okay. ask everybody a question uh, before we go. Would you right. want to be the bully? Or be the one being bullied. For me, I'd rather be the bully. <laughs> well, in, in, this me, scenario, in this scenario, right. in this scenario, well, for me, I would rather be the person being bullied. That way, I'll have an alibi for as to why I cracked. So, at least That's I can say, thing. hey, you know, I can see my sanity <laughs> for why I'm being bullied. <laughs> Your Honor, this is why I snapped because this guy over here bullied me. And that seems to be right. a plausible defense in America, you know. So and so bullied me, so I I had to dispatch him. Okay, well, right. don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, beloved, you answer. I'm sorry. Would you rather be the bully or be bullied? I would rather take no parts in any of that, Miss Blaze. I don't want to be the uh, bully. I don't want to be the bully. I'll oh, let them go ahead and. Man, come on, man. <laughs> Easy, yeah. easy way out. I would rather be the bully. I'm going to be the bully. I'm not allowing myself. Right. I, I, I don't want to be the person. Been a bully, actually. I, I think I think oh, on this, I, on I, this I, episode, perfect. Huh? Well, mission maybe not on accomplished. This, well, if you're talking about tonight, then mission accomplished. Yeah, I think you. I think you did bully me. Actually, I. I, I would. I think. Oh, look at him. Poor thing. I mean. You didn't know what I said. I mean, the only way this is a bully situation is if you cash at me what's in your bank account. And then now we can start well, talking about bullying. No, see, bullying goes by how you feel. It doesn't have to make sense. No, so no, no. no. My, like my type bullied. of bullying would be talking about your cash app right now. Oh, well. See, you haven't been yet bullied. <laughs> I'm not even, um, I'm so poor, note, I'm not even allowed in the bank. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, I just wanted to say, you know what? 
I, I am so thankful. I'm so glad to be a guest. You know, this is, is this was an awesome uh, time I had. You know, you guys are just, you know, I, it's phenomenal. Actually, uh, my parents are listening. Um, my mm. mom. <laughs> and, awesome. Uh, awesome. So, um, you know, hopefully they be continue listening. And I just wanted to say, hey, thank you guys. You know, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to be a part of conversations. You know, of course. hopefully I didn't get nobody in trouble. Hopefully nobody is going to call in. Oh, we all in trouble. Yeah. My my personal views are not reflecting upon the the, the uh, show <laughs> and the cast of the show. So, right. No, thank you guys. Well, thank you. We are at always, the end of our show, Rio. I want to, yeah, of course, and I want to thank you, Rio. Because I can be a piece of work, and if you're able to stand up against me, then you're all right with me. So on that note, I'm going to pass the mic to say our good evenings. First, I'll pass it to Santiago. Please say your good night. Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Rio, for being an awesome guest. And um, we look forward to probably some more more time with you, man. And everybody, peace. Thank you. All right, passing the mic to Rio. Please say your good evening. Oh, thank you guys. Pleasure. Appreciate you guys, and look forward to many more times with you. Absolutely, beloved. Please say your good evening. Good night. Hey, am I playing us out? Or are you playing us out, Casey? Um, I think I'll play us out tonight. But I want to appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, I want to thank everybody for commenting. I apologize in advance. Um, and, you know, for the comments that I wasn't able to get to, I appreciate any and everybody who leaves a message, no matter if I agree or disagree, um, on our platform. If you haven't already, please hit the follow button to be notified of any upcoming episodes and tune in next Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we will um, come again with another hot topic. And on that note, we're all going to say peace. Peace. Grace, mercy, and peace. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. Thank you for listening and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.